0: Hello and welcome to Rock Your Life. I'm Amy Edwards, your host, and this is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming your life into something more amazing than any of us ever dreamed. So like I said, I'm Amy, I'm the host, and I'm also a radio host, a musician, an author, a DJ, a mom, a transformation and accountability coach, and I am super into rocking life and transforming life, big believer in that, because I took up rock and roll music, guitar, singing, and songwriting about eight years ago, around the age of 40, and since then, I've written, recorded, and released music that's pushed me to learn a lot about overcoming fear, getting stronger, building better habits and being way more vulnerable. I walk the walk of what I talk about in these shows and push myself outside my comfort zone in order to learn and get better. And I truly believe it's always worth it when we do. I work continually to awaken more and more every day in my spiritual life. And I've created this show to share those things, all of them and connect with you so we can all keep doing that and getting better. I believe that we all have the capacity to keep stepping more into the spotlight of our lives and to overcome fear and these negative things that go through our heads, these beliefs that can hold us back from being our best selves. And I believe that we can continue to build better moments and a better daily life that adds up to reaching our dreams and goals and being the best that we can be. The show is an hour long and it's divided into, well, usually four 15-minute segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is unpreparedness. First, I talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, we usually do an interview, and today, we don't have one. Third, we have an affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner, and we choose one affirmation to work on every week. And fourth is BYOB, Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Biz with Bijou Finney. She's a certified brand consultant, and we talk about how the week's subject relates to exactly those things. And I like to tell you this too, at the top, it's all about transformation on this show. And as Rebecca Naylor said on our episode about vitality, she said that all transformation is preceded by crisis. I feel like we can see that right now with everything going on in the world, and it can happen personally too, and pushing through that crisis can be hard, and you can want to retreat sometimes, but when we show up and do the work, the transformation that can occur, even though it's hard, is totally worth it, and we come out just vibing higher every single time. So, let's get to today's episode, Don't Panic, we're talking about Unpreparedness. 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 (laughs) Unpreparedness. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Let's just check in. Let's just check in on that for a sec. Okay. So take a breath. You can close your eyes if you want to. Not if you're driving. Don't do that. Just take a breath. Now imagine a situation in which you feel like you don't have what you need. Maybe your child's in crisis. Maybe your business has something occur that you couldn't have foreseen and now you face something unprecedented. That could feel familiar, right? (laughs) Maybe you have an emergency or it's something more ordinary like your car breaks or your AC goes out or you need to pay for new tires and you don't feel like you have the money to handle it. Maybe you found out your spouse is cheating. You don't feel prepared. What rises up when you imagine a situation where you're unprepared? Is it anxiety and stress? Does your mind start to race and panic? What am I going to do? How can we overcome this in the face of so much unpredictability in life? Or maybe let's imagine something different. Maybe you're asked to speak in front of a crowd. (laughs) Maybe you're asked to be on TV tomorrow. Are you prepared? Unprepared infers need and lack. But if we could turn that around somehow and know that we, no matter what, are going to be okay on the other side, that we possess what we need to get through, like we already possess it, to get through even the most unprepared of moments. I mean, yes, we need our doctors right now to be prepared and that kind of thing. But for regular people like us, there are so many ways that life finds us like, quote unquote, unprepared. So how can we prepare all the time? This is what I've been thinking about all week. And I'll tell you why in a little while. So how can we prepare all the time? The older I get, the more I realize that we're never going to be fully prepared. We will have the unexpected come up and we will make mistakes. (laughs) But once again, I think that it's all about learning. If we train ourselves to know that we'll learn and most likely we will not die, then maybe we can avert the stress and anxiety that come with unpreparedness. I recently was talking to some Very experienced businessmen, and they're starting a new venture. And one of them was telling me how they'd been consulting and learning from others in their field who had made like all the mistakes so they could learn and they were learning from them. And I said, Yeah, then you can make all new mistakes. (laughs) And they laughed. We all laughed. And we talked about that because that's how it goes in business or in life, it's going to happen. And if this time that we're living in right now in the United States of America, at least that's where I am, if this time isn't teaching us that, then what the hell are we learning? And when I say in life too, we can prepare all we want for things, but there will always be something that comes up that we didn't foresee. I remember having my first child and when you go to those birthing classes, they they kind of laugh about the women that come in with a detailed birth plan because that's always just apparently the guarantee that things are going to go awry. And I was a case of in point for that. I was like trying not to have a too detailed birth plan and hold on to control of that, but I still had plans and expectations for my first child's birth. And of course, instead, it was a 17 hour ordeal with her turn the wrong way and me having something called an uncooperative cervix. So yeah, good times. Uh, (laughs) Ultimately, you know, the baby came out. Yeah. And I'm here to tell the story 15 years later, but I had to learn to roll with the flow in childbirth. That is for sure. And it was a fantastic lesson overall in feeling prepared and expectations versus reality. And you know, let's talk about COVID. Am I prepared to get COVID? I don't think so. I sometimes think about what I would do in that case. And I'm not exactly preparing because there's a fear sometimes that we can jinx ourselves if we think too much about the bad things that could happen, right? You know that feeling? Did that come up earlier? I think you all know I try hard not to think about the bad stuff that could happen and project about the good and the healing and all that. Joe Dispenza. But the reality does remain that people are getting sick and that could happen. So I have devoted some thought to that and what that would look like and who might help me and take care of my kids and stuff. And what about my job? And honestly, you know, I don't know. And I know that's something that a lot of people feel some serious stress about right now. But earlier I said, okay, I said, we possess what we need. And I think that comes in a few different ways. So let's talk about it. I think that can mean, you know, figuring out who to talk to, what to Google, where to find help. But it means more than that too. And I don't know how much you've listened to Brene Brown, but her big TED talk that years ago went viral. She's talked about this. She went in that without a definite plan for her talk. And it's such a beautiful example of being in the moment and trusting that we'll find our way and say what needs to be said. And yes, you know, she's educated on her topic, so she is prepared in that way. But she said she always prepares in advance, and in that instance, she didn't. But we're going to talk more about that in a minute. And as Bijou and I cover on our segment today, so much of this is allowing ourselves the letting go of control. And as Jill and I talk about, it's about trusting ourselves. And our aft this week is, I trust myself to come through in the moment, which I made up on the fly during our segment. And I really, really use that, which we're going to talk about in a minute too. So this episode, first, let's talk about this. This episode came about because I thought I was totally unprepared this week. (laughs) I've been working and traveling and... We were taking a road trip. I was dealing with my kids. We were taking a road trip that I was working to get ready for, and I just, I wasn't ready for this show this week. The days slipped by me, and suddenly I was like, oh my God, I don't have a guest. I don't have a topic. There's someone I'm really excited to interview. It's not till next week, and I finally found a potential guest, but he didn't reply to me much and didn't seem that engaged with doing it and kind of just fell off the messaging. So guess what? We don't have a guest this week. No interview which made me feel like my unpreparedness is just on wide display. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I have guests booked a month in advance, weeks out, but sometimes a week goes by too fast and here I am, effing unprepared. And y'all, I have to say, my life, it can move fast even when I am prepared it goes pretty loose. If I need to prepare for something more business oriented, sometimes I'll read it, you know, five, 10 minutes beforehand and prep that way. If I'm doing an interview for Austin 360 radio, I'll study my guest and what they're doing, you know, just right before. And then it's fresh in my brain, or at least I rationalize that it's fresh in my brain that way. So here I am with this, this week. And I'm like, oh my God, here I have no guest. Everyone's going to see that I'm unprepared because part of me wants to It's so bad to seem like I'm always prepared and I want to convey this image of like, oh, capable, incredible and badass. Look at her. Uh." (laughs) And suddenly I was like, do I have to tell them the truth? Because of course I do. Of course I do. Because that's what I do. I have to show that I'm not always prepared. And then, you know, this stuff comes up. I'm like, everybody's going to judge me because Jill and I get into this on go after yourself about the judgments that we make when someone shows up unprepared, right? Uh, And you're like, coming to me for this podcast, I feel this responsibility. And I'm like, oh, God, this fear and all this, like people are gonna be mad at me or anyway, it was scary to show the truth, right? Because I'm afraid of being laughed at and, you know, losing listeners or whatever it is. But I mean, I just want to be honest with you and say it's all right, because sometimes we just need to show up and do our best. And that's really all the time, don't we? (laughs) We recorded our affirmation segment first this week, and I held on to that aff that I mentioned earlier for the last couple of days thinking through this. I said it over and over to myself. I trust myself to come through in the moment. I kept that in my head. And as I did, I started to think like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe I am more prepared than I think I am. Maybe we are all more prepared than we think we are. I mean, I can show up and rock a podcast or a radio interview. Uh, I mean, let's think together, think back to whatever it was that you were feeling unprepared for at the beginning. If you felt unprepared, is it true? So let's take me as an example with this podcast. Is it true that I'm unprepared? Hmm, well, okay, so I don't have a guest, but I can talk. I talk all the time. I can think I think all the time I can get on the radio, I can use a microphone, I have it here in my hand, I have a computer, I can edit. I can produce. I can use Adobe Audition. I've learned to put an entire show together. I do these completely myself, so I'm not unprepared there. Hmm. Okay, okay. Let's, let's talk about something else. What if I got COVID? Am I prepared? I have insurance. I have friends. They'll help me if I need it. I see that our community has resources to help. Okay, another one. What if my AC goes out? I have a car. I can drive someplace. I have my landlord's phone number and email address. <laughs> and it's gone out before. Twice in my life, I had it once in a house I owned and once in this place I live in now. I handled it. Hmm. Okay. These are just some quick examples. And I guess the point is, we're all more prepared than we think we are. Whatever situation you imagined, it likely wasn't singing the national anthem in front of thousands of people, right? (laughs) Or something like that, uh, that you would want to prepare for probably performing surgery, you know, our doctors, you know, everybody that we need trained there. But still, if it's something that relates to your life, then most likely you are more prepared than you think you are, just like me with this show. And also, I want to say that I realized I'm in constant preparation in another way, preparation through my daily routine to not have my mind like dart to anxiety right away. I think it changes that default setting to know that I don't need to panic. If you, for instance, are not meditating and you feel stress come up in life, think about how you might be able to change that if you want to. Just take some time and get quiet and sit and find that peace that you can summon when you need it. I use the Insight Timer app and Bijou uses Wake Up app that has guided meditations. There's all sorts of resources for this. You can train yourself to not panic when that unprepared feeling comes up. And we can also remember, like I was just talking about, that we are much more prepared than we think. Okay, so let's get to the show. Like I said, there's no interview today. So we're gonna jump right in to go after yourself after this. I bought a book recently that I also bought and gave to Jill and to Bijou. And it was recommended and quoted in Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art, which y'all know I love that book. Read it if you haven't. It's super easy read. Anyway, he recommends this book called Improv Wisdom by Patricia Ryan Madsen. It's called Improv Wisdom. Don't prepare. Just show up. <laughs> Is that a great title or what? I was completely on board with that. So we we mentioned that in our segments today. And I do recommend the book. And it's about taking the lessons that she has as an improv teacher and applying them to life. And that's about being in the moment, not being afraid to make mistakes, listening. It's all these things that well, I'm always talking about too. So anyway, I really like the book. It's a short, easy read. So I recommend that. And we're going to talk about that and reference it a little bit in today's episode. Big thanks to Jill too, for suggesting this topic, because I basically confessed everything to her. I was like, I don't know what to do this week. And, uh, you know, here's, here's my situation. And she was like, how about unpreparedness? I love that. And I was like, I am in. So big thanks to her. I really enjoyed exploring this so much and I hope you enjoy it too. All right, so on Go Aff Yourself, we talk about today, are we preparers or are we show uppers and how preparedness creates expectation and how we're both kind of wing it types and we reflect on the anxiety that that can bring up. Jill has taken some improv classes and we talk a little bit about the improv aspect of this. And then we get into how we can attach our worth to being prepared, how it can make us feel worthy around credibility and all that. and. As I said earlier, our affirmation this week is I trust myself to come through in the moment. Bijou talked about how she's always preparing and we get into that first off. We talk about, you know, in business, some certain types of businesses, the preparedness that it might require. And she talks about feeling that anxiety about not having the right thing and recognizes how having what someone needs, being prepared makes her feel good and it can be tied to her own worthiness, which is super interesting to explore. We also get into, you know, a little deeper with that and that fear of not being useful. And that's something to examine. We talk about surrendering and just showing up and how that goes against her inclination. And she's reconsidering how to approach these ideas and letting go of that control and that anxiety to allow for more flow in life. We also talk about how COVID affected businesses and the unpreparedness of that that was going on in business in general. And we talk about, you know, businesses in the future and what we're going to learn from this pandemic. And one thing I forgot to mention with her, one business that was very prepared for the pandemic was HEB, which is the grocery store chain down here in Texas. And they studied China and how they handled it months before they needed to here in the U.S. And it ended up paying off for them. They were prepared when a lot of other people were not. And so I thought that that was really interesting. They took the initiative. and But we do talk about some big businesses and how this has been revealing about the preparedness and health of the United States. She's also got some links that uh, she mentions that I will put up in the blog post too. So let's get to it. Here we are with Jill Faulkner and Go After Yourself.
1: So are you feeling prepared to do Go After Yourself today?
2: (laughs) Um, I mean, yes and no, I guess. (laughs) Well, we're always mildly prepared, aren't we? Because like we do it every day. Yeah, so um,
1: I know, but practice. But,
2: you know, often I have been unprepared on on the affirmations. I mean, I remember one episode particularly; it was really not a struggle, but I hadn't really thought of anything because I'm always curious what comes up in the conversations and try to flow with what what's present to to think of one. And sometimes it's easy to think of one, or it just comes. Um, comes up beforehand, so I am somewhat prepared. Um, But I think this is an interesting topic.
1: I love it. It so fits my week because I've just been, I just felt so scattered. I mean, yesterday was today's Thursday. So yesterday I was literally like, Oh my God, it's Wednesday. I was like, I don't have anything together. The the guest I was hoping for this week pushed to next week. And then the guest for this week, he might flake. I don't know. So I'm just like, you know what? This is a good lesson. It's a really good lesson. So, yeah. um, I, and you suggested it. So thank you. You're very welcome. Much. How prepared are you feeling in life or unprepared or how are you feeling about whatever preparedness.
2: Wow, so I like in reflection of my life around this topic, I've always been the um, not quite a studier for tests. <laughs> um, Me too. I'm I'm a very wing it person. Um, but then I also have a lot of anxiety around that too, as far as preparation. Oh, I, sh- I you know quote should have prepared more or differently or whatever. Um, but also upon reflection, like, it's never been that bad, right? So I don't know who says the quote. In the improv book that you um, had gifted me, improv wisdom, don't prepare, just show up. Um, it quotes as Woody Allen having said that 80% of success is just showing up. Um, and so that, yeah, like, we just have to arrive, right? So here we
1: are. Um, I'm a huge believer in that as much as I hate to quote Woody Allen, but um, it's, I know, it's totally, I know. I know, but it's totally true. And <laughs> I, even, I even found that true, like just in my college classes and stuff. I remember like, it was really about showing up most of the time. Like I would do well in my classes if I just showed up. It was the ones that I skipped that I, you know, didn't devote even the time of class to that I didn't do well on. So I think like, if you just show up and actually listen it's like a key.
2: Yeah. Um, a funny, uh, anecdote, um, particular to that is that I did show up to this class, uh, the history of hip hop because I was a note taker for the school with disabilities. I got a C in the class. <laughs> I don't know how the person did who I took notes for. So <laughs> even if you do show up every class, taking diligent notes because they're for someone else. You still may not do that.
1: You may not. You still may get a C. You still may just squeak on by. I mean, that's that's a funny thing because like, yeah, you're still going to squeak by. But how much, I mean, did you need to get an A in the
2: history of hip hop? No, I was, (laughs) I was not, um, You know, school was interesting for me. I guess, like, just in in reflection of that time, like, I really was not into school. Mm -mm. Yeah, Um, wasn't my thing. Yeah, why
1: is that? Do you think it has anything to do with like the studying aspect or the? I don't know. What? What is
2: it? I'm. I you know, I'm not entirely sure. Because you like to learn. I know that. I do. I do. I love learning. Um, now it's my choice to do so. Oh, and I'm not going to be tested on it. Previously, I had to to memorize to take a test. But yeah, I think I've got maybe some commit. I went to four colleges and then a grad school and I've had a myriad of jobs. I think there's a commitment situation going (laughs) on. So I'm exploring (laughs) that. I am looking into all of that. Um, maybe it would work, right? Like preparedness when it comes to work or, Um, you know, I was taking improv classes. And so you you're supposed to show up unprepared, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be spot on. And, um, you know, even in school and taking tests and things, it's like, well, I did, you know, I did what I did. I studied what I studied. And, um, you know, something that comes up, as far as like an affirmation goes, is like, trusting myself, that I knew what I needed to know, and trusting in the outcome and trusting that it would be okay. Um, and so, yeah, what is what is preparedness, aside from this week, how how have you thought about it overall?
1: Well, um, I like that you brought up improv, because that was what was, I, I've been so, you know, curious about your improv journey, and like, I've wanted to take it, but what scares me about it is like, that whole aspect, like that's in the book, of of making mistakes, and not trusting mm. yourself, and like, she touches on Uh, a lot of those types of things, those are some of the lessons that you learn. And they say the improv classes help you in life in general. And I can see why. And I feel way more open to it now. And, and I think doing these podcasts, even like, and Austin 360 radio, like I have to be able to work on the fly way better and just, and just listen and figure something out right then. And, um, and that's really, really good for me. But, um, gosh, improv has always just scared me a little bit. And I think it's, it is the lack, the the way you don't prepare like a regular acting class, or just the, maybe it's the pressure to be, be funny, like quote, be funny.
2: Yeah, so that, that's definitely a thing when people think about improv, they do, there is this comedy component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't, it doesn't always have to be that way, but I think that it's just very closely correlated. I do too. Um, but I think it, it can be serious and can be, it doesn't have to be Well, funny. she
1: talks about what's funny. Well, you know, and then there's the, there's some other book that I've read where he always talks about when you're going for the laugh, it's never funny, you know? Oh, sure, and like, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. And like, that's that's like the big difference there. So, um, and, and she just talks about some of the funniest things are like when, um, people just zone out or figure it out right on the fly or, you know, um, just make mistakes. That's what's funny, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I like the idea of being able to laugh at yourself. And I, and I mean, of course we're talking about being unprepared, not when you're like going to climb Mount Everest or something, but you know, like sure. in, in, in much smaller scale things. Have you um, taken, have you taken away a lot from that book? How have you felt about it overall?
2: i've en- I've enjoyed it um I think it's just a reminder to to trust myself um uh, and having done the improv, I think I have a maybe different perspective because it's like I understand some of the concepts so I wasn't going and not um thinking about it from like a place of fear like. Like you're kind of approaching it that
1: way. Yeah, you know, uh, a little but, bit. But I was actually so on board with the premise of don't prepare, just show up. I was like, hell yeah, teach me how to do that. Because uh, the more we can live our life like that, the, the less stress you're going to feel. Because you're not going to yes. feel like you're unprepared all the time. You know, maybe but, that's but, something we should talk about. The and why? Really
2: yes, because we have um, touted... Preparedness as a being enoughness, I think, or a worthiness, Ooh, right? There's an yes. attachment there. Is there's a perception from other people that if we're unprepared, we we stink, right? Or like we, how could you not have prepared? Yes. Like it 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 is um, a tick against our character or you know our personality or what or who whatever it is um, if if we're not prepared. And so why is that? And that that is the more um, masculine, I would say, to be prepared as opposed to the feminine, which is kind of going with the flow. And based on our society being super masculine, that's where we attach the worth of who we are to our preparedness, or at least in the perception of other people, right? Um, or expectations about preparedness, um, uh, and yeah. so I already recorded
1: with Bijou and today in our segment, she brought up that exact thing. And she was like, this is how I show my value in a situation by being super prepared. So I'm the one that brings that value. Cause I'm never going to, she was like, I'm not the smartest one showing up and I'm not the strongest one. showing." Up. And I was like, Oh man. Yeah. That's really so,
2: interesting.
1: Yeah. So, um, and, and yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot tied in with that and just the stress, the stress too, I think is something that I can feel around it and like always feeling like I have to be um, prepared in a certain way and to look professional or Mm -hmm. to um, be credible probably. And I don't know, maybe the older I'm getting, the more experience and practice I have. So maybe I don't, maybe there's, maybe it's not just me learning this. Maybe it's also the fact that I have more under my belt at, you know, almost 48 years old. So I don't yeah. know, you know, it could be like a combination of things.
2: Yeah. Or like, how, how do I look at other people who are, you know, and I'm going to put them like quote prepared or unprepared. Like how am I showing up for people who <laughs> we believe or we perceive to be unprepared, right? Is are there we, a judgment that's happening? <laughs> that's Is there? I'm,
1: that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, Oh my God, we totally judge. Right. <laughs>
2: Yes, you know, I do. Um, I
1: do. If somebody's unprepared, you're like totally rolling your eyes and judging and <laughs>
2: Yeah. Especially if you've done let's say, you know, you talk about group projects, right? Yeah. And school and work, whatever it is, there are the people who are do the work and are prepared and there are the people who show up and the prepared ones hate the hate the hate the show uppers and the show uppers are living their life and they're loving it, you know? So uh, maybe I'm just going to start <laughs> being a show-upper. do not even a it is I, now. But. <laughs> we are this week. <laughs> We're just
1: show-uppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. But you know what? I'm still doing it. And that's what I've gotten better at is being in the moment and actually like executing right then and making the most of every minute.
2: Because preparedness, I think, also creates expectation and then even when your preparedness doesn't measure up to the expectation there's room for disappointment and you know yeah. not for failing right but that, that there's an open door for that but your approach of just like showing up getting it done like that is really how I operate it's like I like when I when the mood strikes to do the thing I do the thing and it, it turns out great right yeah. Even with a lack of preparedness, so it's it's interesting to, to just even think about it.
1: I'm so glad we're thinking, I'm actually so enjoying this. Um, <laughs> so great, it's right up my alley, which yeah. probably disturbs everyone that listens to the podcast. But anyway, <laughs>
2: um,
1: <laughs> but every a week goes by fast, you know. Um, so, how are, do you have some thoughts already on how to affirm this? Because we're getting up to
2: I, you know, I did. Like, I trust myself. Um, the first one I thought it was like, I am prepared, but I actually don't know if I want to um, advocate for preparedness. I don't know if that's where I stand. But trusting myself is more aligned. One for
1: me. Yeah, it is. I agree. And um, trust myself and listen. And I think I have, I am prepared of an old one of a deck of stick with it. Is that one that you've done before? I don't know. I can't remember. I think so. I th- I'm pretty sure I have it. I'll have to look when I get home. Yeah, but um, maybe. let's do something around, you know, trust. I trust myself up for to, you? trusting myself to come through in the moment,
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. I trust myself to come through in the moment. Let's do that because I think it, it helps create a presence of mind, a presence of moment, um, and also just knowing that we've got our backs. We've got our. We've own got backs. our backs. Yeah, I yeah. just came
1: through. I came through in the moment for that one. It,
2: there you go. See living oh. living examples. <laughs> yeah. So I trust oh. myself to come through in the moment.
1: Yeah, I trust myself to come through in the moment. I love it. I think that's a great one. Any any last thoughts before we wrap up today? This went by fast today. It
2: did. Um no, I just love the the opportunity to go kind of keep exploring more um about this for myself or even how I Uh, perceive other people around preparedness. And, and is it something that I desire for myself to be prepared, Um, detaching from my preparedness, anything about who I am, or how I will execute when needed? Um, I don't think our preparedness is attached to execution.
1: I completely agree with you. And I think right now we're all just getting so many lessons in that as we embark on Zoom calls and a whole new way of, of doing things or mm-hmm. whatever the universe is throwing at us next, which all of us are like reeling from the last thing. And, yeah. um, and we can't even prepare. And we're all discovering that we have no idea. And so why not just be able to do those exactly those things that you were saying? And trust that we're going to come through in the moment. And we will. <laughs> we usually we, do. We, yes.
2: We always and if we do we don't, one way or the other. Like, and like we're seeing. unless you're like climbing, excuse me, Mount Kilimanjaro where you're a doctor, uh, like the preparedness is not um, usually life altering right
1: <laughs> right it's not that's right it's, and that's work, you know yeah right that's important to keep in mind 100% so that was awesome Jill thank you so much yeah, of course thank you you're, you're back on social media so people can find you at uh, on instagram at underscore jillmargaret underscore or yes. at stickwithit.co yes thank yes. you go ask you. yourself go ask yeah. yourself that's- i will Okay, so we're at BYOB, <laughs> and um, I threw this at you last night because I'm totally unprepared this week, but that's what we're talking about. So we're just talking about like unpreparedness slash preparedness. So before we talk business or brain or something, or maybe this is related, you um, are a little bit of a doomsday prepper. <laughs> so, do you feel feel like, very, Do yeah. you feel like you're always trying to prepare for whatever?
3: Um. Hmm. I, I think that uh I am trying to think back into like business and, and life and I do I do tend to be the type that's like but what if this happens we should probably have this. Um I probably get that a little bit from my dad but then also I've had some experiences especially in events like when I was doing events either at my store or for Velvet Cartel and I if I didn't have something and I was like on location somewhere then I was kind of screwed and so I do try to have like a kit with me I do worry about like if like power goes out and I don't have certain things like I I do have a kit right and I think it just makes me feel better
1: I think you have to when you do events and stuff I mean like I can think of any event planner they they kind of have to but I know like personally the older I get the more I'm just I'll roll just a little bit easier like and I don't know if it's because my kids are older or what but I'll like um my attitude will just be like, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get it if we need it. You know, like, I don't know. But if you're on location or something, I can certainly understand that because then you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're like, what are you going to do?
3: I think two things. I like, uh, I h- hate the feeling when I don't have something. Like, it just makes people, like, look at each other like, well, we don't that we're extremely hindered or dang, what do we do instead? And that feeling gives me really bad anxiety, I think. And then on top of that, I do like being the person that has what people might need. So like Ah. (laughs) I would carry a lot around in my purse all the time. My purse was always so heavy. And, uh, but I've gotten a little bit away from that, but I I definitely, especially COVID, it made me, it triggered this obviously thing that lives inside of me to be like, oh trap. I don't know what's going to happen. I need to be prepared. And then moving out here, uh, I asked advice from a bunch of people that live out here and they are, they have to be preppers because at any given point, like yesterday, a huge tree fell in our street and we couldn't get out that way. And like in the winter time, if the power goes out and the like road is too slippery, we have to have a couple of days worth of food. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like it's just, I'm only going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, you probably are. Well, if you already have tendencies to that too, and you like to be
1: the person who has everything, who's the one prepared, that probably says something about, mm, that, there's probably something psychological in there, right? Like what oh, is I, it? I
3: have value, I think.
1: Um, ah, yeah, so it like, is. I'm bringing always, value because I'm prepared and I'm like, yeah.
3: Because <laughs> I can't, always, I'm not always like the smartest one there and I'm not always the strongest one there but I probably have a gadget on me. That might help. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool.
1: That's a, you know what? I get that. You, you, you found a way to bring b- your value or something like that.
3: I don't want to be a bump on a log. You never
1: are. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. So, um, well, let's talk real quick about the book that we've been reading. Um, don't Prepare, Just Show Up. How do you feel that's affected uh, you? Have you been reading it?
3: Yeah, I'm like not as deep into it as I would like because I can't find some of my books, but I found it yesterday when I was unpacking. I think some of it, and and I was actually really interested in the fact that there's been a couple books lately, including that one where I'll read something, and even Michael Singer, where I don't agree with it at first because it's been so against like my... My normal that um, that I'm like, nah, I don't really, I don't really believe in that. And then when I start reading further and I know more of like why they're saying that, then I'm like, hmm, maybe I should like reconsider this a little bit. So yeah, I I, I think maybe the, those little sparks and even just talking to you about it right now, I need to read more of those books. I think it's the only way I'm going to not get so rigid and like stuck in my ways. So yeah, I I need to, I need to learn to not need to be in control so much all the time. And that if I'm not, that I get anxiety and I just need to be like, go with the flow. I've, I've been trying that more lately. I don't know how successful I am.
1: I think that's what so much of it is about. I'm glad you said that. And it's about um, not, it's about letting go of control so much. And I think that's the giant crux of her book is like make mistakes and don't freak out about it. It's about, you know, um, allowing yourself the space to just listen and then trust that you're going to have the right answer. So it's not about having a gadget, you know, but it is about using your brain in a different way. Instead of I, like studying it up or whatever you need to do or think you need yeah. to do.
3: Well, so so for instance, th- I, I like talking to you about this because like definitely in business and with you, like for instance, when we were walking down the street the other day, you and I, and I was feeling anxious about not having bear mace on me. So I was afraid that something was going to happen to us. And I was like thinking to myself, I really just need to calm my mind and just enjoy this moment and stop being like. So what's the worst thing that could happen? Um, and and I, I was, like, trying because you seemed very calm and, like, it's fine. Everything's going to be okay. And it was, like, good for me. Um, but then the other day, Elvis and I ran into a giant bear. And, and uh, I freaked and I didn't know what to do. And I probably, even if I had had the bear mace with me, I, I don't know if I would have, like, reacted in the right way, uh, even how to use it. It's not like the bear was coming after me, but, um, I was just so scared and I didn't have anything and I, I don't want to be the type that keeps perpetuating this. Oh, if I have something, I'll be okay. You know,
0: cause that's yeah. not always,
3: and, you, and if you don't have something, then you still need to be okay and you still need to figure out what to do. Right. So that's the, that's the thing. I, I think that works across everything, life, business, relationships well
1: I had felt that way when I was by myself you know and I felt completely unprepared well like when we went when I went for a walk by myself I felt unprepared and I felt scared and I felt like uh because I was afraid someone was going to grab me and you know basically kidnap me and you know kill me and um so I wasn't even thinking about bears so when I was with you I felt safe I felt like I had brought you so I was like okay safety in numbers I'm prepared Uh you know yeah yeah. anyway so it was a different different kind of feeling like I had some kind of control or something
3: and I think that's it keeps people from actually doing things right like if you've never done it before it does feel scary and you don't feel prepared because you've never been in that situation before right and so it, it is like I don't ever want my fear of the unknown to keep me from doing things yeah and and I think that It's something that you always have to wrestle with is, why am I doing this? Why am I having these thoughts? Like, am I keeping myself from going there when I want to? And I think trying to be as introspective as possible is a good way of being prepared without necessarily having to be a prepper.
1: Yeah, well, it relates to comfort zone then too. And then you're like growing. You're growing. What else came up for you? Did you have any other
3: thoughts? Like maybe,
1: mm, hmm, great. uh,
3: came up for me whenever you texted me that I was like um I I've been thinking this time and time again whenever I think of when I see my friend on Facebook or um notice them I think oh I wonder how COVID affected their business it's always Mm -hmm. like a, a back of the mind thought and um and I started reading this article about like if certain businesses had these three things um, in place, then they were probably more prepared for something like this. And I don't think anyone prepares for a pandemic. Like whenever I was doing the YouTube video or doing a video for YouTube um, in their South by event, they were talking about how their marketing was trying to get people to prepare for big disasters like national um, natural disasters because nobody is And that's like a huge issue. Is that it becomes too much of a burden to FEMA and everything because people don't even have a little bit of food set aside or flashlights or anything, right? Even though they live in an area that is has that reoccurring. And so I was like, kind of amazed by that because you don't want to believe that that's going to happen. But the truth of the fact is, is that it probably will. So you should probably have a little something of an emergency kit, right? And so, um. I don't know. I just think that like most businesses and most people didn't have three months of payroll set aside just in case something were to happen because most of us had never experienced anything like this before. And I I don't know, do you think it's going to affect business in a way that people are going to be a little bit more streamlined and a little bit, uh, I I guess more agile and have some like, things in the background to help them if this ever happens again or how do you feel like this affected business going forward?
1: It's a really good question and um, you know I hope so. I feel like the people I know would probably be way more like okay we need to think about things like this in case there's another wave in case there's you know whatever even though it's hard right now but then you look at these giant businesses and like the airlines and you know, what a disappointment to see how they roll. Cause they're, they didn't have three months stacked up at all. You know, they needed the government to bail them out. And it's, yeah. it, it's just really disappointing the way to see that, that they've been run and that they've been managed. And um, so, I mean, I hope on a small scale and in individuals that we can, but I guess I just get disappointed when I see the big, big companies and that they're not even setting an example for the rest of us in any good way, really that Do right yeah. I, mean, I guess yeah
3: it was really hard for me to see like when they were talking about how like Kanye needed a bunch of PPP money and like the churches needed a bunch of bailout when they don't pay taxes, and it's just kind of like dang, like if the big wigs that have gotten so big by being so good at business have made it up there and they don't have it figured out because if they did they would not need so much help it kind of makes you realize that humans are just that's a fault that we have We just live in the moment and we take for what we want right now and and when big things happen we're not like hmm you know that huge salary I paid myself as the owner I should probably pay for everyone's salary right now instead of taking money from the government for all the other people that need it but people just don't think that way
1: No, we really don't. Maybe we have an inherent, like, (laughs) non-prepared.
3: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) we don't, like, put things away for the winter. I mean, some of us do, but a lot of us don't.
1: Mm -mm. I've never been that type. I've always been more like, I mean, I will a little bit, and I am resourceful as hell. Which some people are not, and I know you are too. So, um, so I trust that I'm always going to figure it out, and I make things work, and I have enough to to sort it out. But, um, but business wise, I think back to when I had my store, and uh, no, I would have been completely unprepared for this pandemic. No, uh, no way, and that's really that's really frightening. And I like to pretend and think that I would have figured out a new way to do things. And so I don't know. Maybe this is a giant wake up call for businesses to like you know it's like a get it get it it figured out
3: yeah it's a giant wake-up call for humans in general Um, Uh but I don't know I I I think it's like everything there's this spectrum and you don't want to be too much of a prepper where I have like a metal bunker under the house right (laughs) but um I also don't want to be like what when when a snowstorm comes and I'm just like I don't have any dog food and I don't have any people food and I have no way out Uh,
1: absolutely like I don't either and so there's a there's a middle ground and you know um but but thinking about it in business I don't know I don't know that there is necessarily a middle ground like I think that you have to like we're all seeing that you have to prepare in ways that we never anticipated, you know? And, and the whole like rent thing really gets me where they're like, you have to pay your rent, you know? And it's like people don't have jobs. And then the landlords like, like expect the rent paid. It's just like that. That's another aspect of it that I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not getting that. Like they're saying, Oh, people shouldn't live month to month. You know, like they need to prepare in advance because they need to be able to pay their rent, three months rent or however much. But obviously the landlord doesn't seem to have the money saved up because yeah. they need the rent. So why didn't they prepare? Anyway. <laughs> no, that,
3: that, that's the thing is that I think everyone thought the health of America was much different than it is. And no one understood how much people were living month to month. Like the people that did have enough money had no clue that people are so many people are living month to month, and that was a huge wake-up call. And I think that kind of like, oh, if you give everybody a break on rent and you only help the landlords, right, then you only have to help one group of people rather than forcing these people to, like, need bailout money and these people because these people aren't paying. It's just, like, it's a big mess.
1: It is a huge mess. So... Uh, and that we clearly weren't prepared for. I mean, it's like micro, macro, everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: well, we're about out of time. Any final thoughts before we go today? Final thoughts are have an emergency kit. <laughs> <no> matter- <laughs> and then you can at least have the peace of mind that you have an emergency kit. And you can find really good lists for them online. Uh, and then also try to have um, a list of... Of ways you could be prepared for your business if little things were to happen. I, there are some great lists online. I know I found that with my entrepreneur organization. There was like lists to have if if you have this happen with an employee or this happened with a lawsuit. There's just like at least having a list so when something does shock you, you kind of have something to go look at, right? And, and know where to take the steps or you have something stashed away for it or you have a protocol to implement. Um, so I think that's just an easy way to just feel better about the fact that the world is so crazy. You know
1: what, find a couple of those links and uh, send them to me and then I'll include them in the blog post. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. That's really good advice. And, um, you know, I, I'm trying to take some of that advice because as much as I want to just, just show up, don't prepare. <clears throat> I also need a lot of help in like the business aspect of it and being more prepared for sure. So, all right. B-Y-O-B. Thank you, Bijou. And everybody Yay. can find you at story by style, story X Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: a resource roundup of what we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there for links to everything that we mentioned in the episode. And there should be a link to the post in the episode description if you're listening via podcast. Uh, thank you so much to the regular Rock Your Life contributors for being here today and for coming through for me over and over. To Jill Faulkner, you can find her at underscore Jill Margaret underscore or at stickwithit.co on Instagram or online. And thank you to Bijou Finney. You can find her at Story by Style, Story X Style on Instagram. If you want to share your thoughts with me, I would absolutely, positively love to hear from you. Write to me, amy at amy or find me on Instagram at real amy edwards. You can hit me up there. And don't forget, if you can rate, review, subscribe, all those things mean so much. So share it with a friend too. That matters immensely. And know that I am so, so super grateful. And very grateful for you being here. Thank you. Remember, too, what I said. You are more prepared than you think. I am more prepared than I think. We can count the ways. And we can use our daily routines to benefit us when that panic of unpreparedness comes knocking at the door like we know it will. The unpredictability of life. All right. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Thank you so much for listening. Peace and love to you. Till next time.